to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 296 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. We are getting so close to episode 300. It is great to be back again this week. Just a few more, sh- I mean, just a few more shows to go, and the season's going to be over. Lab Traffic Season 6 is going to be over. We're going to head into the off-season. The holidays are going to be here. Uh, and, and and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, and I'm bummed. Uh, but I, I mean, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride this year. That is for sure. Lots of changes. Uh, you know, like the last couple of years done 50 plus shows this year is probably closer to around the 30 mark. Took a few extra off weeks, but Hey, having a, having a newborn, will do that. And, uh, you know, we'll just see how things shape up for next year. We will be here. There's no doubt about that. Lab traffic fantasy will be back. But we'll see how we can shake things up a bit and uh, go from there. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Friday, pretty much just hung out after work. Saturday night was fun. It was a date night with the wife. Went to dinner, had a couple drinks, went and saw Kathleen Madigan, who is just an outstanding comedian. We have seen her... Uh, man, probably five or six times uh, by now and, and just delivered as expected. And the wife and I realized something on Saturday, and that is we are old. <laughs> we uh, are, are at this bar uh, in, in Royal Oak, Michigan, which if you're familiar with Royal Oak, then you, you'll, you'll know and, and get where I'm coming from. At, uh, we went to Fifth Avenue. And we were there at about six o'clock waiting for the show to start and just realized just how out of our element we are sometimes, even at six o'clock, right? Like we, we were messing around talking with the bartender, like, you know, when does it pop off? When does it become obnoxious in here to where like, oh, why am I still doing this? And he was like, you know, not till 10, 11 o'clock. Uh, but it was a beautiful weekend, unseasonably warm here in Metro Detroit. So everybody was out having a good time, which was awesome. And it was just so crazy to see, like, you know, we haven't done the bar scene, if you will, other, you know, meeting some friends, you know, kind of thing, but not that type of a bar scene in a very long time. And and I'm I'm not sad about the fact that I don't have to do that anymore <laughs> so uh yeah realization set in real quick uh that that was our aha moment of you know we never thought we'd be those people talking about our kid even when we're not you know with her you know it's date night right and, and there we are showing pictures to each other that i took over the week that she didn't get vice versa and and, and all that good stuff and uh yeah, that's life now. <laughs> and then Sunday had some friends over, watched uh, some football, did some grilling, and and I put out there, and I and I I still haven't found the 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 rational answer because I don't think there is one. It's definitely an insanity answer as to why I have Lion season tickets. I just I I only go to like the first two games a year, and then they're like one in five, and I don't want to go anymore. And just what a waste of money, but. I'm sure I'll renew because that's the definition of insanity. Just hoping to expect something different with the same outcome, right? Something along those lines. Uh, But speaking of football, what a awesome week it is. It is in-state. It is rivalry week. It is Michigan 
Michigan State prime time Saturday night coming up this week. I am so jacked up for this game. I I just I can't wait. I'm a little nervous about the uh, I think it's 22 point spread right now, but uh, that's all right. That's okay. We'll 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 see how things shake up shake up towards the end of the week here. Um, all right, what's going on tonight? Well, more of the same. And that's continuing to dedicate uh, the remainder of the shows to you guys, to episode 300, to close out the season. And got some great guests lined up tonight. Uh, Bobby Peters and uh, TJ from the the new Lapped Traffic iRacing League will be on. We did a joint giveaway. We got a winner to announce for that. Uh, we got Chris Blackmore who is going to be on, and Chris does uh, fire safety at uh, some of the tracks on the West Coast, so I'm very excited to get him on the show. Storm and Brian is going to be on, uh, Colin is going to be on, and uh, of course we'll have Brian Newdorf with some weather, we'll talk some Purdue football with Brian, and then next week, next week's going to be the last week of weather, because it's going into the last race, so we'll have both Brian and Aaron on next week. Uh, and, of course, thank them for their dedication over the season to uh, setting time out of their busy days to uh, to call in and all that good stuff. Lucky dogs, lap downs, and, oh, my fantasy is uh, – it's crazy. It's crazy. We'll uh, – there's a few of us, myself included, that are going to have to throw up some Hail Marys this weekend if we're going to make it to the Final Four. And we'll see what happens a little later in the show. All right. Let's get to our first caller, shall we? All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. He's been around for a minute, listening and following to the show. He's a huge supporter of everything that I do, which I absolutely love. Uh, welcome back to the show, Storm and Brian 81. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm awesome, man. Thanks for uh, calling into the show. I appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Um, We've got a lot to talk about. You are at Homestead. We've got a crazy shakeup as we uh, head into the last uh, last race before the final four. Um, but I want to start with this, man. You got your Twitter account taken away last weekend. You had to start a new one, uh, but fortunately you got it back. Uh, you and Twitter have a love-hate relationship, I think. You, you, you know, they, they, they saw me as a bot, and I'm like, of all the, you know, I do all these videos of me. Right. I tweet all the time. How am I a bot? Right. You know? I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you can, you can spot a bot a mile away. Like for your account to have been a bot, like the amount of effort that would have to go into that, like give it credit at that point and just let it stay around. Like, I just don't understand all the, the, the interaction that your account does with so many people. Like how in the world, you know, you stuck out as a potential bot just, just blows my mind. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy that, you know, it was only like a day and a half. Yeah. You Did know, you I was have like, to talk to somebody or was it all like via, you know, email communications? It, it was, a, it was an email, you know, and then putting in the appeal. Okay. And then I got the letter back the next day, you know, later on, you know, I did it. Uh, what was it? Saturday. I did it. I did it. It was like a, it was a Thursday. Okay. And then Friday afternoon, Friday evening, I got the thing, you know, saying, sorry, we thought you were a bot. We That's hope to see you on Twitter soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
And, and sorry, my dogs are, are, are deciding now they want to be loud. Oh, you're good. No worries. No, that's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. Well, man, I, I'm glad you got it back because you've worked really hard to to get a massive following. And, you know, you do great work with MS and, and getting word out there about that, which is awesome. So I'm, I am very happy that uh, you got your account back. Oh, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, all that work. I said, I don't. I, I, I started over, and then I was like, I don't really want to do all this. I mean, I was going to do it. Right. I was like, I'm going to make this account bigger and better, but I'm like, I want my old account back. So I was happy that well, it and, all came back. And how many followers did you pick up on the new one that you created? Like, you were up to 1,000 already in, like, a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I almost, had, I almost have, like, 3,000 on that one. All right. So what do I need to start doing to start picking up some <laughs> more followers, man? Like... I just, I guess I just need to follow more people. I think, I think I just need to do follow backs or something. Yeah. And what, what, what helped me is I had like three or four people help me and say, Hey, this is his new account okay. and they're huge and they, they have huge accounts too. Yep. Yep. You know, so everyone, and everyone knew who, you know, who the, the thing. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, well, listen, you were at uh, homestead this weekend. We were talking a little yeah. bit off air um, what was your, what, you know, I, I've been to Homestead once, uh, you know, I went, I went with media. So I had a little bit of a different, uh, view, if you will, just in terms of, uh, you know, where I had to sit and what, you know, I didn't have to deal with the fans and all that kind of stuff. And not that I, I love the fans. I'm just saying like, I didn't have to deal with lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, not the best for you though. eh? yeah, well, and like I was, I was saying, so you know, if you and I don't know how much the TV did it, but the crowd was very thin. But every time you went downstairs to like get something to eat or use the facilities or anything else, you saw just how packed it was underneath and at the fan zone. And it's like, well, that's where everybody is. Yeah, they're not in their seats; they're down there. So there was a line for everything. So it was, you know, it was almost impossible, more so, to get like food or drink. Sure. You know, especially now, other people may listen, but in my area, that's how it was, and I was down towards turn one. Okay. Did they do? Did they have a lot of uh, entertainment and stuff going on? Uh, you know, in the fan area. They did. They had the uh, and I can't go off the top of my head, but the like the NASCAR, you know, the whatever. They had the stage there and everything else. Yep. And so and Daniel Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Daniel Suarez. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Suarez was out there. Uh, Ryan Blaney. Although I didn't wait for that one. I saw Daniel Suarez. Okay. And um. I forget the third driver. There's a third driver. So they came out. They had bands out there. Actually, I ran into uh, and talked to Spencer Boyd a little bit at the Hair Club tent. Very cool. Um, and always a great guy. You yeah. know, if you if you've never, you have, if great. no one ever met Spencer Boyd, he yeah. is. He will take all the time in the world to talk to you. Absolutely. Yep. No, I, I, he's a great guy. Um, mm. So you know, I I wonder. All of the tracks, right? You know, they, they've got to finesse a very fine line in terms of how much entertainment do you provide race weekend to those that are camping, staying the whole weekend, those that are just driving in, whether, you know, whether it's single day, whether it's, you know, a, a Saturday Xfinity or Sunday Cup that are just coming in one day. And you don't want to take away from the on-track action, right? Like the, the, the main attraction yeah. should be the race. And yeah. if you provide too much entertainment, you know, it's, it's obviously it's NASCAR, it's tailgating, it's camping, it's drinking, it's partying. Uh, you know, if you provide too much of an entertainment thing, 
uh, you know, people might just linger and, and hang out and, and just be having a good time, you know, like they're at a bar almost, you know, yeah. and, and that's a fine line to balance to make sure people are granted the track maybe doesn't care because they've sold their ticket. They've got their gate totals. Um, but you want people in the seats for, for what they're, you know, technically there for the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, and now this is the funny part. Now I was at Atlanta in July. Okay. And I bring that up because, you know, it was mid eighties, you know, it was hot. Yeah. Of course it wasn't a cloud in the sky. Sure. But there's more people in the seats at Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Watching the race than at Homestead. Now, now whether it's because it's still new, the new, you know, it's only the second race with a new configuration. Yeah. I wonder what I, Atlanta I is going to look like next year, man. That's, that's going to be a telling sign, I think. Oh yeah. And then you know, they're under the lights next year. So yep. that'll be more, you know, you know um, and, and Homestead is one of those ones, you know, if you like, you know, ripping it, you know, at the top of the fence, Right. You know, let them yep. and and Homestead has gotten a lot better. We, we we everyone can say that. You know, those who's been around a while remember the the Homestead as being a flat track. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. No, they, you know, Homestead's kind of taken it's it's it, it took a minute I think to get everybody on board with it. Um, you know, the fact that it was for so long the championship race regardless, uh, you know, you could have put championship race almost anywhere and you'd have a good product just because one that the the atmosphere would be strong uh you know you've got the level of competition for a chance you know like i said you could put the championship almost anywhere and it would deliver a pretty decent product um you know homestead started to wear track wise you know so we had tire wear yeah. Uh, you know, we, we had a, a little bit better of a banking, uh, you know, in the last 10, 15 years there since they kind of did their reconfigure. And yeah, you know, you're right. It, it definitely mm-hmm. started to provide, um, you know, what what did you think of the racing? Like, do you think if they would have, you know, how would you compare it if we were to be there two weeks from now? Do you think it would have been different or do you think it would have been the same? I think it would have been almost the same. Okay. Now, the only thing that was different too this year compared to, um, you know, when they were there, when it was a championship race, it was an hour earlier yes. this year. You yeah. know, usually you go from, you know, daytime to nighttime and then in the nighttime. Yes. So this one was more, of course, in the heat of the day and it, and it finished. It was getting a little bit dark, you sure. know, at the end, but not like, you know, your last few years Homestead races where, it ends under the lights. And I, you know, I like that. Absolutely. I like you the know, transition because, races. Those yeah, are very I mean, I, big. You know, you get the, um, you, you get the Coke 600, you get the Southern 500, um, you get uh, Las Vegas, some of these races to where you're not only battling the, the track, but you've got to determine how you're going to do your setup from either, you know, you're going to set it up for the front. Or you're going to set it up for the back. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those definitely tend to be very competitive and entertaining races and a chess match. You know, oh, yeah. they may not be, you know, side by side for uh, 267 laps. But if if you are your, your casual fan probably doesn't appreciate it as much, but your your diehards that appreciate the chess match of not just the driver, but the crews, the crew chiefs really play a big role. Um, I, I, I love those type of races for sure. 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, and of course they happened. You know, you can't say, oh, this or another. But what if they don't throw away, throw, throw that caution when Ryan Blaney spins, which I don't think they had to. I think they saw the opportunity of the way the racing was going. Yep, they wanted and they to did restart. That, but, they wanted but, to restart. <laughs> but that put, and even though, even as much as I don't like him, that put, I mean, Joey Logano, yes, was a free pass, but that put him behind. That put Chase Elliott behind. Sure. You yep. know, yep. but. And they had a hard time passing, but then, Mar- but you can't really say that because Martin Truex, granted, he had 19 tires or 19 tires, had uh, <laughs> new tires on the 19 and went from 19th to 6th. Yep. You know, at the end there, you know, after he got spun out. So, you know, absolutely, you, you could pass. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you could. All right, man. Uh, who, who's going to make the final four and uh, who's your uh, championship pick there? All right. So, of course, besides. Joey Logano. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Ross Chastain. He needs something big. I mean, even though the points are very tight. Yes. You know, and one little slip up in the first, even the second stage could ruin your thing. I think Ross Chastain does it. And I'm going to go with um, William Byron and Chase Elliott. Uh, you know, th- what a crazy, I mean, not crazy. I mean, you look outside yeah. in, you know, hey, if you told me mm-hmm. if, in, at Daytona, you told me at Daytona, Joey Logano is going to make the final four. Okay, I yeah. can get behind that. You told me Chase Elliott was going to make the final four. Okay, I could get behind yeah. that. Same thing with Ryan Byron. Ross Chastain maybe is the, 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 the surprise pick. Okay. But mm-hmm. nothing crazy. But when you look at the season that we had with 20 different winners <laughs> – you're like, oh, yeah. really? That's that's our final four. That's what kind of sticks out as, mm-hmm. as being the crazy thing to me. And, and if, if you told me that Kevin Harvick, um, uh, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, uh, Martin Truex Jr., and a few others aren't in the round of 12 even I'm looking at yep. you going like, <laughs> what, what did you smoke today? Because that's pretty good stuff. So. And he's had, and he's had a couple of bad races, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he's he's pretty much in a must win. Yeah. But you got to give it to Chase Briscoe and that team oh, to God. be in the final eight, yeah, you absolutely. know. And then he had the heartbreaker yesterday. Yep. You know, but still he can't hang his head out, even if he doesn't win and doesn't make the championship four. But how, he's I think he's overachieved, you know. Yes. And this how year. crazy! I mean, what I mean. Could Chase Briscoe go out and win Martinsville? I absolutely mm-hmm. see that as a possibility. It's you know, it's a short oh, yeah. it's a, it's a survival race, which is why mm-hmm. I absolutely love the fact that Martinsville is the last race before the championship because it is a it's strategy, it's driver skill that will determine it. And that is what I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And don't be surprised. Now it's funny when I tra- said Daniel Suarez, I said Daniel Bryan. Don't even know why I was thinking <laughs> that. I haven't, I haven't watched wrestling in years, but I will say, I will say this. If Martinsville is anything like that right now, granted it's going to be a lot warmer. If it's anything like that race in April, you better believe there's going to be bumping and, you know, bumping, bump running, everything else. We may have fights after the race because of hurt feelings, but I think that's what it's going to come down to. If it's a lack of passing, watch out. There's going to be beating and banging and tempers are going to flare. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I love it. Brian, man, thank you so much for supporting the podcast, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for always retweeting and doing all that. Thank you for helping uh, celebrate and counting down to episode 300. I appreciate you so much. And congratulations for that. Thank you so much, man. All right, we'll talk to you soon, brother.
Talk to you soon. Later. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Great to catch back up with Brian. Haven't talked to him in a minute. Make sure you're following him. If you aren't, at StormandB81 on Twitter. Uh, great follow. Lots of content. Uh, very entertaining. Won't uh, won't be disappointed there. That's for sure. All right. Let's let's do some resets here. The trucks. I mean, we are we are set. Our final four: Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, Chandler Smith. Here's what I here's what I like. Here's what's crazy about this. Uh, I love that Ben Rhodes gets to go and defend. I I think it's an absolute shame that uh, there are instances where your prior champ doesn't go get to defend the championship. Uh, you know, and, and I get that happens, right? Like we all, we don't get last year's Super Bowl defending always against, you know, the contender this year. But, you know, I, I get that. Uh, I think there are some anomalies that you can make with stick and ball and racing. And I think there are some that you can't. Uh, I have always toyed with myself and you can at me all the hate you want on this because I'm not going to say I think it should always happen, but... I wouldn't be opposed to the potential concept. You guys hear all the qualifiers I'm using there because they're qualifiers. Like I'm torn. I could, I, if you told me this would was going to be the case, I wouldn't necessarily be upset, but I don't know. I'd also be elated either. You know, for example, if you were to tell me that the uh, let's use Ben Rhodes, Ben Rhodes isn't making the final four from a points perspective, then if they wanted to have five drivers competing for the championship because he's the defending champ from last year, I, I could get sold on that concept. I could. I see the opposite side, too, of are you kidding me? What just came out of your mouth? I'm never listening to this podcast again. I get that. I'm just saying, you know, I am using that extreme to show how much I love the fact that Ben Rhodes gets to go and defend his championship in the final four. I think that is a, uh, I think that's great. I am stunned. John Hunter misses it. I mean, he just had a couple bad races and I really wonder if that's a product of just not being able to hit some stride and rhythm with all of these off weeks. I wonder if we don't have that. I mean, it potentially obviously could be the same, but, uh, I I really wonder if if that wasn't a a factor at play, you know Stuart Friesen not surprised Grant Infinger uh, love him to death really would have loved to have been able to see him go and compete for one uh, was able to get a win this year which is great just just couldn't hit the stride same thing with Christian Eckes um, our top four are our best drivers I I I really think. Um, you know, I know that, you know, Chandler or I'm sorry, John Hunter had two wins, uh, and Ben's only got one, but from a finishing consistency perspective, John Hunter was either wreckers or checkers and, and Ben definitely was a little bit more consistent out there. So I, I love our truck final four. I think these guys are going to put on a hell of a finale here at Phoenix in a couple weeks. I am absolutely distraught, distraught over the fact that the schedule was not worked out from a truck perspective to allow the, the trucks. How are the trucks not racing at Martinsville this weekend? I, that is, that is a shame. It's a missed opportunity 
and and I just I I I just cannot. I'm beside myself that that's not happening. I digress. I move over to the Xfinity series where Noah Gregson eight wins. Like, and it's it's not been a quiet eight wins. It's just been like a last minute towards the end of the season. Eight. Like this isn't a uh, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, uh, Cole Custer. You know, big three. You know, seven eight wins a piece. It it's been like. M- so incrementally to where it just kind of snuck up at you and you're looking at the the sheet and you're like, holy shit, Noah Gregson's got eight wins. Like, that's crazy. Um, you know, Ty Gibbs got five. AJ's got five. You know, those three definitely need to be in the final four. There is no doubt about that in my mind. Uh, but the points, the the point battle is, is very, very close, which... Uh, is is a great thing from a fan perspective. I mean, Dinger's only five to the good above the cut line. Uh, Allgaier's five back. Austin Hill seven back. Uh, you know, Sam Mayer, Brandon Jones are are probably in must win situations. I mean, it's going to be really hard to pick up twenty eight points. Uh, you know, from a points perspective, with one race to go. So those two are in must wins. Wouldn't count it out by any stretch. Definitely would not cut it out. Uh, they're, they've all got wins this year, with the exception of Sam Mayer. And, hey, I mean, we we saw Daniel Hemrick pick up his first win as winning at Phoenix, you know? So uh, anything can happen, uh, cliche, I get. Uh, I think Ty Gibbs is, is pretty well safe to get to the uh, Final Four. He should be there 100%. Uh, you know, I, and I, uh, I think Dinger should be there. Absolutely. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. Once, uh, we, we get past Martinsville, Martinsville is just going to be absolutely phenomenal this weekend. No doubt about that. Um, all right. Cup series here. This is what's crazy to me. All right. We got Joy Logano locked in. We've had, uh, nine. No, we've had eight playoff races. Six of them have been won by either non-playoff drivers or someone who's been eliminated winning in the next round. Um, that is just absolutely crazy to me. I, I have, I never would have fathomed that. Like I, you know, I talked all year, Hey, are we going to get 16 or 17 different regular season winners? You would have told me that, you know, over 50% of your playoff races aren't going to be won by playoff contenders or people that have been a limit. No, no, I, I'd have said you're nuts. I'd have bet the house that you were wrong on that. I'm glad I didn't. Um, but when we look at the fact, here, you know, here we are going into Homestead, or I'm sorry, going into going into Martinsville, one more race to go. Logano's the only one locked in. Uh, you know, Chastain plus 19, Elliott plus 11, Byron plus five, Denny Hamlin minus five. But man, when you look at the stat, it is, it would be very hard to pick against Denny Hamlin, maybe not even a win, but I mean, Martinsville, Denny Hamlin, how many clocks does that guy have? Um, I, I don't see how he's not picking up a, a lot of points. William Byron, Chase Elliott. I mean, everybody needs to be on their A game because Denny Hamlin, five points back, could go out there, win, no doubt about it, and and really 
throw a wrench in some things for some of these guys here. Uh, Blaney is 18 points must win. Just considering the level of competition, if if you're if you're Blaney Bell Chase Briscoe must win situations. Obviously, I think they're for Briscoe. Again, as I was talking with Brian, wouldn't count it out. It's Martinsville. Uh, tempers are going to flare. If someone loses their cool and someone can uh, be there to capitalize, I, I, I wouldn't count it out. Uh, but I, I think Denny Hamlin's the only one that could realistically, uh, you know, not, you know, could point his way through things. Uh, the rest very well may be in a must-win situation if you're outside the, the cut line there. So, all right. That is what I have for you guys there. Before we get to the social media segment this week, let's get from the uh, newly sponsored Lap Traffic iRacing League. Let's get Bobby and TJ on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, uh, if you've been following over the last couple of weeks, you know that uh, the Lap Traffic Podcast is now the title sponsor of the Lap Traffic Podcast iRacing League, hosted by Bobby Peters. And joining me on the line is Bobby, along with one of the longtime uh, competitors in the league with uh, TJ. So, Bobby, TJ, how are you guys? Doing good. Not too bad. Awesome. Welcome to the show. First time on. Glad to have you guys. Uh, so we got a lot to get into here. Let's start with, uh, uh, you know, your NASCAR fandom, if you will. So, uh, TJ, when uh, when did you become a NASCAR fan? So my first time becoming a NASCAR fan is I'm a, actually a third generation kind of NASCAR fanatic. Started with my grandfather and then developed into my dad and I started watching since about 98 to about 2000s around the Dale Earnhardt senior era. And that's kind of back then was my driver and, um, everything that had happened obviously at Daytona, sure. but that was my guy that me and my dad had always pulled for every week. Just watch him come from the back all the way up to the front. And it's kind of just where it all started. And it kind of just fathomed from there. It just grew and grew. And I've always watched either the trucks, uh, Bush, craftsman and from the monster energy cup series to xfinity and i've watched it all the time that's awesome uh do you get to many races a year or if you, you know where's your home track so my home track is pocono um that's originally where i'm from but i i just got back from miami actually yesterday awesome. uh to me my favorite tracks are always the super speedways i just love the high speed racing and i just love the all out full throttle and no brakes that's awesome i love it bobby how about you man what's your what's your nascar story um so i am a, i was a rusty wallace fan uh, my uncle i followed his footsteps he was a big rusty fan um my dad was a dale senior fan my first uh, ever race was michigan and we went to um, Michigan qualifying and Dale Earnhardt told Jeff Gordon not to go out on the track. And he went out on the track and qualifying and ate the wall. Oh, no and kidding. That was my first ever experience watching NASCAR. And ever since then I've been hooked. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, what year was that? Do you know? That was 94 or 95. Okay. Okay. I it's, it's, it's sketchy to me on what year my first race was out there. It was sometime in the nineties and then started going pretty regularly. Uh, I want to say it was 95 if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the season a little bit. It, it's, it's kind of shooken out 
Uh, a little interesting. The, the, the final eight right now are not the final eight who I had in my bracket by any stretch. Um, what's, uh, what do you guys think on the season, the car, uh, safety issues, all that good stuff, Bobby, what's, uh, what's your take on the overall here is we've got uh, three races or two races, uh, left to go before we wrap things up. Well, the car, the safety issue is a big thing. Um, obviously seeing Kurt go out the way he did, that's not, uh, how we, we, any of us wanted to see that. Um, as for the championship and going through, I'm excited that Joey, cause I'm a huge Joey Logano fan. Um, excited that he's finally punched his ticket and hopefully he can win it this year. You know, Joey has grown on me over the years. Um, you know, obviously, uh, prior to the podcast and all that, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Kevin Harvick fan. So the beef that they had uh, had turned me off to Logano, but uh, he's he's grown on me over the years. And uh, he really grew on me, of course, when I got to chat with him at uh, Firekeepers Casino a couple months ago and, and got to hang out with him for a few on a on a personal level. And, and he is a uh, very cool dude. Very cool. So, yes, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm very excited for uh, Logano to go try to get uh, championship number two here in a couple weeks. No doubt about that. Uh, TJ, how about you, man? So I think uh, I think the next-gen cars are, in my opinion, I think they were a little a rushed to try and get them on the track with how everything, and especially with these cars being now three separate pieces and then they not being completely full, one-built, you know, welded chassis sure. kind of scares me a little bit with them having, you know, just a bolt on rear clip, bolt on front clip. It kind of like, it's a little scary in my opinion, you know, because you're relying on basically just nuts and bolts to, you know, hold a front clip and hold a rear clip together. Yeah. So it's kind of a little scary. And, uh, I mean, obviously I'm not driving, so I don't really know how, uh, the rear clips, like, you know, when it took out Kurt Busch at Pocono, I don't really know and understand you know how the hits are in the rear like that obviously something's um being done by nascar and that has to be done to make them safer for one that you had kurt bush being taken out and now you have alex bowman out on concussion protocols so it's uh, it's definitely scary but they have nascar does have in place some new chassis up updates and upgrades for next year and they are uh they do plan on getting them fixed before the season next year and uh for me, man, the the championship four, I uh, I'm really kind of a Kyle Larson fan in the Cup Series. I just I like how he drives and with the whole entire Bubba Wallace thing, I think he uh, after his interview, I really think he took it you know rather well. Other than kind of like, oh, I hope he apologizes, and you know, he's kind of just like, well, I'm a I'm a grown man, you know, I take it with a grain of salt, and yeah. I think you know we just got to get through it and kind of just get over it. And I just I really like his attitude, but you know, I'm. I'm I'm kind of pulling for Willie B, to be honest. I think it'd be cool to see a real young man like that get that championship. Absolutely, especially coming from the back, too. You know, it's uh, he, he's close to the uh, winning your you got to be in kind of thing. So I, I feel exactly you there. I feel you there. Uh, all right. Well, let, let's talk about the uh, lapped traffic. I racing league. Uh, Bobby, you've been running a league for for a while. How how many years have you been running your own league? How long you've been doing the I racing thing? All that good stuff. All right, so I started um, my first league 2009. It was on, under Pro Premium Racing online. That was on the council, uh, PS4 and PS, or sorry, PS3 and PS4. And now I've uh, been on iRacing for two years. Uh, started last year, 
uh, was signed with Starcom Racing as their esports driver, which is what put me into iRacing. And now I'm running my own league. Very cool. And you, I'm, uh, you've got a crap ton of wins. Like, what's uh, what's your stat line look like? Uh, overall wins, I have like six. Okay. But if you count um, league wins, I have over 210. Very nice. And uh, you've got um, uh, quite a few sponsors on board too with uh, with the league. Who uh, who else is is part of this thing? Uh, we have Richmar Florist. We have Fly Fly and Form Structures. Um, put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, come back to me, and I'll give you the rest of them. <laughs> I can do that. Not a problem. Um, TJ, how long have you been doing the iRacing thing? So, um, honestly, I've been doing. I've been on and off with iRacing. I've never really had my my own account, but I've always been either doing uh doing some practices on a friend's account when i was in college at unoh or i've done some off of my fiance's or her dad's and i kind of i just got into having my own account about two or three years ago and i run a lot of the open setups and i do some fixed here and there because i'm uh, i'm a big you know mechanics person i like to be able to figure out how to make the car faster, how to make it better. You know, if you want it more loose, more tight. And, you know, I've, I've always wanted to be a driver, but then I started getting into all of this and the mechanics aspect of the car was a lot more intriguing to me than really driving. So I, That's I've cool. been doing it, I've been doing it off and on, but about full time, I think I've been doing, doing it about two years now. Very cool. That's, you know, that's something for me where it's like, if I were to get into that, that's the, that's the thing. Like I, I would just spend so much time finessing, a, you know, a half wedge adjustment here, uh, you know, a little air pressure adjustment there. And I just, it, it would take up so much time that I just don't have already. So. Yeah, exactly. Like I got, uh, I got home last night and I immediately hopped on the simulator and, uh, I plan on running the uh, Elite Performance Industries Thanksgiving Classic, the super late model race, in November 19th and 20th. And it's one of the biggest races that they're trying to host. And I can't really gauge on, like, you know, how fast some of the guys run. So I was just like, well, we're going to try out and look at some of the world records. And fastest time, there's a 13-1. So I ran about 500 laps last night. And fastest I've gotten it was about a 13.749. So we got a lot more uh, stuff we got to figure out. Fair enough, man. Uh, all right, Bobby, who are the rest of the sponsors? All right. So we have Off Access Paint, Remain Safe, uh, Fly Inform, Halls Run Diecast, uh, Airs iRacing Paints, who does most of our paint jobs for the league, um, Richmar Florist, and our new sponsor, with um you guys and i just just added this and this is kind of exciting for us we've never had a victory lane sponsor um awesome. speakeasy pen emporium and supply so if you guys are looking for pens uh shoot them a, a message very cool no that that's i mean that that's a lot of sponsors that's that's a job well done there uh you know there's so many i racing leagues out there everybody wants a, a little cut of something and to be able to attract and, and get that many sponsors, that's that's really cool. Off Access Paints, awesome. I, I, I need to have them back on. Um, I had them on the show last year. They did an awesome lap traffic helmet, which is uh, 
over by the bar in the man cave, which is really cool. They're a great group of people over there. That's awesome. Um, Bobby, what, uh, what, what, uh, what kind of vehicle are we running for the league? I am running a Chevy Silverado and it is powered by GMS along with my, uh, teammate TJ. Awesome. Very cool. And what kind of, uh, what, what are some of the tracks that, you know, are, are some unique tracks that are on the schedule for the league? Um, We've got the normal Daytona Vegas, all those. Uh, we got Nashville Super Speedway, Gateway, Coda, North Wilkesboro, and Lucas Oil. Ra- Lucas Oil rounds out the uh, championship four, so I'm super excited about that. That's that's really cool, Bobby. What kind of iRacing racing uh, track uh, fits your 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 style the most? Would you say? Hands down, Michigan. Michigan, I love it. TJ, how about you, man? I think it's the short tracks. I think it's Atlanta and Charlotte for me. Okay. Okay. I love that. Now, so like Atlanta, are you guys going to run the new config or the old config? New config. Excellent. I love that. And it's it's fast. <laughs> we we ran we ran a practice race there the other day. Um TJ and I were one and two and it's just it, it felt like Talladega or Daytona. That's great. That'll be exciting. That'll be very cool. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Why don't we wrap with these two things here? Um, we, we were talking about the uh, Final Four and all that, guys. Give me your uh, championship winners for the 2022 season. Uh, TJ, who do you think is going to pull it off? Honestly, I, I'm i still pulling for William. I mean, that's 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 who I want to go for. Red butter. I love it. I mean, that would be very cool. I mean, uh, a young HMS guy, uh, you know, carrying the banner there. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Bobby, you rolling with Logano? I'm sticking with my pick from the beginning of the season. I said Logano, Gregson, and um, uh, I know I'm going to hate myself for saying this, Ben Rhodes. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, the, the, the victory lane interview will be amazing if it's Ben Rhodes again. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that'll be that, interesting be for sure. Must see TV. No doubt about that. Um, all right. Last thing here. Uh, we've got a contest winner to announce. Uh, put it out there last week. Bobby sent an awesome uh, autograph poster. We've got a lap traffic uh, hat, which are uh, flying off the shelves. Uh, if you want a lap traffic hat, you can either try to win one uh, or reach out. I've got a, I've got a handful of them still left uh, available for purchase along with T-shirts, all that good stuff. Uh, so hit me up there. But uh, Bobby, without further ado... Who is our contest winner? Uh, It's Emily, which is HoundNuggets underscore on Twitter. Awesome. Congratulations, Emily. Send me a uh, DM and I will get that out to you this week. Um, Guys, it was great to have you on. Great to hear about the league and to get that out there for all of the listeners and looking forward to uh, keeping everybody updated on on that. We'll make sure we, uh, without a doubt, get the uh, the winner on at the end of the season and, and get some updates throughout the, uh, the course of the league there. Um, guys, it was great to talk to you and look forward to catching up with you guys in the future. Awesome. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. All right, great to talk to those guys. Can't wait to see how the league shapes out, who wins, all that good stuff. One of these days, one might just have to go and get his own rig. We'll see. Uh, All right, 
let's do some You've lap traffic mail. social media. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, Lap Traffic Podcast, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review, tell your friends. I've got free koozies. All you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website, thelattrafficpodcast.com. I got a bunch going out this week along with the prize pack. Uh, congrats again to Emily at Nuggets underscore on the win there. Send me a DM. I'll get that out this week. I'm shipping out some hats this week. I still have hats. You want a hat? Shoot me a DM. I've got some colors left, all that good stuff. Let me know if you uh, are interested there. I'll get a new giveaway out as well. And we got some new followers. Uh, Zach at Bunker's Workshop from Maryland. Uh, sports fan does some laser cutting. He's a Blackstone griller, uh, which I love as well. Uh, Brian at Hill 1989 uh, VA sports fan from Virginia. And we've got uh, Kelly at Lee the B48 NASCAR fan from Georgia. Welcome to the show, everybody. Like I said, you want a koozie and some stickers, fill out the contact page on the website, thelattrafficpodcast.com, and I will get those out to you for free. All right. We're going to, normally this is where we'd uh, have the weather segment. We're going to put that on hold for a few minutes. That'll be a little bit later in the show. Uh, I've got two more uh, of you guys, which I absolutely love to, uh, to get on the line here before we get to weather. Weather, Lucky Dogs, Lap Traffic Fantasy will close it out here after we talk to Chris and Colin. So uh, let's get Chris Blackmore on the line. All right, Lab Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at USMC underscore NASCAR Fire. Welcome, first time, Chris Blackmore. Sir, how are you? Doing good, doing good about yourself. Oh, man, it's 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 podcast day, so it's, it's always a great day. So uh, happy to be here, happy to have you on. Uh, long Absolutely. overdue, man. We've, uh, we've chatted back and forth for quite some time and, uh, we've, I've said, I need to get you on and, and here we are finally. So welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, let's, let's start with this. Um, you are a, uh, track safety guy occasionally. So why don't you tell us, uh, the 411 on that, how you got into that and you know, all that good stuff. All right. Well, basically, uh, one of my coworkers, I mean, I've been a NASCAR fan for a good while. And one of my coworkers, he got into being a fire rescue member. And I, I believe he started at Vegas. And then he got into Phoenix. And then he went, hey, they need people. He goes, you're a big fan. Why don't you why don't you come aboard? So I did. And so I started up. Phoenix is actually my home track. Okay. Um, I do fire. I do fire rescue at Phoenix and at Vegas. And then we fly out together. Me and me and my coworker were, you know, we're, we, we work together at work and then we work together when we're not at work. So it's, it's kind of cool, but yeah, me and him, we, we fly out to Daytona for the races out there as well. That's so cool. So, uh, what walk us through like what race weekend looks like for you, right? Like, especially if it's, you know, Daytona, you know, that's, that's not your home track. Maybe it's not when you grew up, but you know, the full ins and outs of like what, uh, What's what's your prep? What's the tracks prep for you? You know, how's all that pieced together? Well, for us, it's pretty easy. We they they send our schedule out. You know, generally, if if there's vehicles on the track, there's fire rescue members in the pits, and uh, so you know we fly in usually the day before, or we drive over the day before. It depends on where we're going, 
And then we're there from early in the morning, you know, well before the garages open, because once the garages are open, they've got firefighters in there as well. Um, and then there's firefighters on the pits for, for practice, for qualifying, and then obviously for the race. So basically, as soon as if there's if there's fuel in the pit stalls, there's a firefighter in that pit stall. Oh, I, and that's then a it, great way to put it. Yeah. And then at the end of the race, you know, the teams will start tearing their, you know, tearing the, the war wagons down. And sometimes they take the fuel out immediately. Sometimes they, you know, the fueler is there because, I mean, he's the biggest guy on the team usually. So he's usually there helping them bring down the, the bigger stuff and fold the, the bigger items. And then once once he rolls out with the, the fuel cans, then, then we, we go ahead and beat feet and then we're done for the day generally. Okay. What, uh, what do you usually prefer, working – you know, in the, you know, track in the pits, what, uh, what, what do you normally do? Well, in the, prefer? in the pits is, in the pits is a lot of fun. I mean, it's for, for a race junkie being where we are. I mean, we are on pit wall with the pit crews, you know, we're there with the fire extinguishers. If something happens during that pit stop or following that pit stop, we're there to protect those crews, that car and that driver. Sure. And you get, you know, it, you don't see as much of the race, obviously, because you're you're right there in the pit stall. Yeah. But you're there with the teams. You know, you you get you get you know some good friendships going with a lot of the team members. Absolutely. And you know, you when they first roll into your area, you're you're usually there before a lot of them get there. You know, you get there, you introduce yourself to the fueler. Hey, you know, I'm your guy. If something goes wrong, you're yeah. you're. I will take care of you. Basically, you just stand still, hold your breath, and we will douse you with with extinguisher. Sure. And uh, and then why we always talk to the rear tire changer okay. because we're we're generally at the rear of the vehicle where the where the fueling area is. Yeah. So if something goes on, we're getting our signals from that rear tire changer. Okay. Okay. And then and then another thing that I always like to do is I I talk to the the pits on the you know the, to the right of us you know, the front end of that car that's to the right of us. And I find out who their, who their tire catcher is going to be during their pit stops. Okay. And I talk to him, Hey, when you guys are doing your pit stop, I'm going to step all the way back here. So I am not in your way. Cause the last thing we want to do as firefighters. And we, we've seen it happen. Everybody's seen it happen where the firefighter somehow, some way gets in the way yep. and, and interferes with the pit stop. And that sure. is the last thing that we want to have happen. Yep, right. Right. Oh, so man. I always I always make it a point to talk to that catcher on that to the right of me and hey, who am I who am I looking at? You know I'm I'm gonna be out of your way and then as, after that first pit stop is done, I generally I'll talk to the fueler, I'll talk to whoever's handing the fuel can to the fueler, I'll talk to the guy tossing the hose for the rear tire changer, I'll talk to the rear tire changer and I'll talk to that tire catcher from the other team. Hey, is everything good? Do you need me anywhere else? Just so they know that they know that I'm on board. Right. And right. they know that that I want to know, OK, give me updates. Is this good? Do you want something else? What works best for you guys? Because ultimately, I just I don't want to be in the way. Right. No, man, that's that's so cool. I love that. That's great. Um, what uh, what did you think of this past weekend at, at Homestead? You know, Homestead's kind of a I, I love that track. I, I absolutely love that track. It's it's right. Watching those guys riding the fence is sure. Yeah. Just mesmerizing. Um, the Xfinity race, I mean, really the Xfinity race for the last couple of seasons has been better, in my opinion, than the cup race. No, it, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, it's just, 
you know, you watch those guys, they're, they, they're, they're hungry. Every single one of them, men and women, both, they want to move up. Sure. They want to, you know, they want to make a name for themselves, make a future for themselves. And the racing in general, I think is just been better in the cups, in the, in the Xfinity series than, than in the cups. Sure. Um, the trucks as well. I mean, there's a lot of really good drivers that are up and coming in the trucks. I mean, you got people like Chandler Smith that's moving to college racing next year, and that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, there's a lot of really young drivers that are that are really, really good, and that they're going to be a lot of fun to watch in the future. You know, the, the future of our sport is is right there in front of us, and it's cool because we get to watch them evolve. Absolutely. I love that. That's obviously a big draw truck, the Xfinity series. I am bummed. I went on a rant a little while ago on the show. Uh, I am I'm very I'm very annoyed that the truck series is not going to be beaten and banging this weekend at Martinsville. I think that is a, oh, I know. it is a disservice to the fan base as far as I'm oh, concerned. There's... But uh, oh yeah, it, there's been a <laughs> there's been a couple other tracks where the trucks weren't at, and I was like, come on, right? You yeah. know, it's like you want to see them there. You yes. want to see what they can do because it's just so exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, man. Um, you know, who's, who's your uh, picks for the final four and, and who's your champ pick? Oh boy. Ross Chastain, I, I think is going to, is going to get in there. Popular pick tonight on the show. That's for sure. So we got Ross, we got Joey Logano. Um, yeah. He's yeah. Joey's already in. Yep. And then it's a Denny's got, Denny's got some work to do, but he's good there. I'd say really he's, good he's, there. He's got some clocks to uh, back up. Uh, yeah, what he can do there for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel I feel really bad for Seabell because you know he's mm-hmm. he's got that hole. He's in such a hole now that you know it's you know what 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 can you really do sure. at that point? Yep. Yep. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm all about Logano going and getting into number two, uh, or I want to see Ross Chastain go and, and make some noise for track house racing to come out of nowhere and to go and get it done. Um, uh, yeah. either one works for me. Um, yeah. You know, Blaine, Blaney's got a chance there too, though. Blaney's true. been good. You know, he could have you know, a Daniel Hemrick moment. He could point his way all the way to final four and maybe that's his first win of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean William Byron, he's he's on that edge. Yeah, Blaney's you know, but, the most consistent driver. Yes, you know for the entire year. Is, yeah, if you look at the overall the entire year, it's you know Blaney has been there. Yep. He just can't quite close the deal. Right. You got it. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. Um, alrighty, sir. Let's wrap with this. Uh, you've taken on the fun and exciting task of, of smoking meat lately. And I absolutely love that. Uh, how's the smoking coming? Do you feel like we're going to be entering some competition soon? Where, where, where are we at skill wise there? Have you mastered it yet? Oh no, no, I'm, I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm definitely not looking at competitions, (laughs) but I will say there's a lot of places, you know, like if we're, if we're away and we go out to eat or something, I'm just, I'm, I'm disappointed because I'm like, you know what? I could do better at home. Absolutely. You know, it's like, I can't, I can't buy wings most places because you know what? I could, I could do better at home and Mm -hmm. they cost me a lot less. Yep. Yep. I have yet to, you know, since I really started doing it and doing it a lot, 
Uh, I've yet to find a place whose pulled pork can compete with mine from a, you know, barbecue restaurant perspective. Um, right. You know, my burgers are phenomenal. You know, if I'm tooting my own horn, like, you know, I'll smoke a burger that is just out of this world from what people tell. I've got some friends that own bars and restaurants and they're like, damn, I wish we could get this on our menu. So, you know, <laughs> that's a compliment to me, man, you know? So yes. I, I hear you. Um, yeah. Good deal, man. I love it. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much for sharing the stories about, uh, you know, working at the track. That was cool. I'm sure the listeners are going to love that. Uh, thank you for the support, man. It was great to have you on. And, and thanks for helping to celebrate counting down here to episode 300. Absolutely. And if you guys are watching Phoenix, I'll actually be in the cleanup truck at Phoenix. So clean up four. I'll be, I'll be in that one for, awesome. for the final, awesome. for the I need, final race. I need to get you like a lap traffic flag that you can just like wave outside of the truck. So I can get some TV time there or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that they, they, they may frown on that one. Like just a little bit. <laughs> I, just a little yeah, bit. I, I love, I like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Lap traffic nation, Chris Blackmore, go follow him on Twitter at USMC underscore NASCAR fire. And most importantly, thank you for your service, man. Appreciate you. Hey, you guys are worth it. Thank you. Take care. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Great to talk to Chris Blackmore there. Great to have him on. I've got one more fan caller for you guys tonight. You can follow him on Twitter at Colin underscore with underscore cars. He is uh, always there chiming in with Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks, which is awesome. He's been following, listening to the show for a while, which is fantastic. Welcome to the Lap Traffic Podcast, Colin. Colin, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing great. Awesome, man. Thank you for calling in. I got your hat going out in the mail tomorrow, sir. So I'm excited for you to get that bad boy. I'm a huge hat collector. So to get one from your podcast, it's going to be perfect. Uh, I got to have something to wear during the off season. So uh, I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Um, well, we were talking before we hit record here. Uh, you've got uh, a seven month old. I've got a uh, eight month old. Uh, how's uh How's that been going for you? Are you sleeping? Is she sleeping? <laughs> yeah, man. It it it's uh it takes a while to get there, but once she started sleeping through the night, things get a lot easier. But uh no, she's sleeping good, you know, starting to fall into that into that uh first year rhythm that you get into with the kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you'll be good there. And then everyone just keeps telling me that it's going to be softball practice. Well, it'll be baseball practice and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and then it's now's the, the easy part from what everyone's telling me. So I am, uh, I'm trying to take it all in as much as possible. <laughs> and yeah, I got a, I've got a four-year-old too. And those four years will, they'll go by so quick, man. Just soak in what you can soak in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and well, speaking of time flying, can you believe we've only got two more races left in the 2022 season? What, uh, what's been your overall take on, on the season so far? I, if it weren't for all the injuries that we've seen the drivers this year, I would say this is probably one of the best seasons in a long time for NASCAR. Um, I think they need to do something to kind of help with the short track product a little bit, but I think the More road horsepower. courses have been entertaining and the intermediates have been good. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's, you know, we just got to give them more horsepower. That's all. I'm with you more. on that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, you know, whether we are going to be talking about 2022 for a long time and we're going to be talking about it from a, 
a competitive standpoint. We're going to be talking about it from a uh, driver win standpoint. We're going to be talking about it from an injury standpoint. You know, there, there are some pros and cons to why we're going to constantly be citing and, and going back to, um, you know, the 2022 NASCAR season. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll take the good with the bad and, uh, you know, Normally, we're always boasting about safety in the sport, and I, I'm sure we'll get back there. Uh, it's it's just obviously so unfortunate that we've had to have the injuries that we have right now. I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, all right. We are going to Martinsville. Uh, I've said it about nine times on the show already, but I'll say it again with you. Uh, it's a bummer that the trucks are not going to Martinsville. Uh, I think the fans deserve to see trucks beating and banging at Martinsville, but uh, you know, we we're, we're going to set our final four for the Xfinity series and the uh, cup series this weekend. What, uh, what do you think we're going to see? Um, I think we're going to see probably what we saw in the spring, as far as uh, the Xfinity race where I think they're going to play nice uh, in the beginning. And then it's going to be a lot of, uh, aggressive moves to try and get into the final four. Um, let me see here. Uh, as far as the cup series goes, I don't think you can rule out Denny Hamlin. I think he's probably the, the best chance to win his way into the final four here. Absolutely. And, uh, my guy, Ryan Blaney, he, uh, he's had a rough couple of races here in this round of eight, but I, if there's anybody that can find a way to Mickey mouse point his way in to the final four, it would be him. I mean, Ryan Blaney's been the story, right? You know, for a while it was him and Martin Truex Jr. because they were, you know, up there in the point standings and, and were the two winless guys that you wouldn't have thought would be the winless guys. And, and here they are, uh, you know, Truex didn't make the playoffs. And here's Ryan Blaney, you know, needle, uh, nickel and diamond his way <laughs> to a potential final four spot. And I mean, at that point, it doesn't matter. It, it is just straight up performance on that uh, 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 at, at, at Phoenix. And he's been the most consistent. So if he could point or win his way to Phoenix, um, you know, we could be talking about Ryan Blaney as our champion. And that could be with one or no wins potentially. Uh, and that is where consistency would pay off for the 2022 season. I think so too. I mean, you look at Daniel Hemrick last year in Xfinity and that's what he did is he was consistent all year long, went to Phoenix and won the race. Yeah, and absolutely. I I think if Ryan can do that, I think he'll be okay. But yeah, he has, it's, it's been stressful as a Blaney fan. So uh, <laughs> I, I understand that, uh, you know, it's been stressful for, if, if your driver is still in this thing, it's been stressful because it's, you know, normally we're not talking about six different uh, winners in the playoffs that aren't playoff drivers. You know, we're not, that's another thing. That's another reason why we're going to be talking about 2022 is, you know, the playoff drivers have not been winning uh, or it's playoff drivers that have been eliminated that are then winning again, you know? So that that's another anomaly and another, you know, caveat to, to this crazy season. And that that's something that is, is just going to add to, the craziness of why Martinsville is going to be crazy and, and Phoenix, man, it's, it's going to be a good one. I'm, I am excited because none of these guys, well, not none of them, but uh, you know, they're not who you maybe would have picked to be in your final four or your final eight. Uh, you know, if you had to pick a bracket at Daytona, you know, I, I wouldn't have Chase Briscoe in my final eight. That's for sure. So no, I think, 
Yeah, I think Ross Chastain, William Byron, and Chase Briscoe have been the biggest surprises this year. Absolutely. As far as making it this far into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yep. Ross Chastain, especially, I didn't think Trackhouse was going to perform the way they've performed. No, I'm with you 100% there. Uh, all right, man. So are you, are you going with Blaney as your championship pick? If he makes the final four, yeah, I'll go with him as my championship pick. All right. And if he doesn't, who's your backup? If he doesn't, I. I would have to go with Joey Logano. The Fords were really fast at Phoenix in the spring. I think that those are your two best chances for Ford to get up into the, uh, to get up there and get it done this year. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for, uh, you know, interacting on, on Twitter. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. And uh, thank you for helping count down to episode 300 here, man. Absolutely, man. Congratulations on making it so many episodes. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Keep in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. We'll see you. Bye. All right, Lat Traffic Nation. Great to talk to Colin there and uh, closing out the fan portion of the show this week. Can't wait to get a few more on next week as well. Joining me right now, you can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN along with Aaron Studwell at Race Weather, who we will have both on next week. It is the wonderful Brian Newdorf. Sir, good evening. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I mean, you know, we, we, we were having a nice run as a Purdue, and then we met our kryptonite called Wisconsin. You know, that is – so we, we did some chatting before the show. Yes. And, and threw together some crazy stats here because you were like, isn't it crazy how some teams just get owned by other teams? And mm-hmm. the, the stats on Wisconsin and Purdue are, are pretty crazy there. So you, if I said, you know, if I said, pick a team, name me three teams that you think, if you go to 2000, we've only beaten twice, you know, in the Big Ten. Obviously, people would say Michigan, Ohio State, you know, all of those names. Nope, it's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. In fact, it's Wisconsin. We've beaten Ohio State what five? <laughs> well, you've beaten them four times since four your times last, since 2000. Yeah, since your last win against Wisconsin, you've beaten OSU four times. That's crazy. Five if you count 2,000. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we won two. So, and then we beat Michigan like three. Yeah. That is, that is just, you know, Michigan's crazy one is I, I think we've beat Indiana like 19 times in a row or something like that. It's, yeah. That's crazy. Um, but just because of the 2003 mark there for Purdue, that's where I went back and looked at our OSU record. And, you know, we lost seven times straight to OSU since our 2003 win. And over the last 21 years, we only have three victories. So, you know, it's, it's, we and have how many definitely, coaches? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see in that you've got, um, uh, shit. And I drew a blank on his name. Uh, um, car car. God. Yes. You got, you had car, uh, rich rod, Hoke, uh, and now Harbaugh. So four coaches in that time span. Okay, Which here's what you want to talk about. You want to talk, you want to talk about another, just somebody had way too much time on their hands, but yes. this is, but we actually, we actually continued. Maybe it's because we play Wisconsin when this happened. No, it's actually not. So Purdue has never won a game directly after a Taylor Swift album release. <laughs> oh my, oh my. <laughs> wow. That is, uh, that's that's a, that's a Jeopardy piece right there. That's for sure. But yeah, 2006 lost to Penn State, 2008 Iowa, 2010 Illinois, 2012 Minnesota, 2014 Nebraska, 2017 Northwestern, 2019 Nevada. Wow, who at Purdue now, broke up with Taylor Swift? 
and then <laughs> then 2022 Wisconsin. <laughs> and it's not even like the same teams. There's oh. been no repeat. I would play like a soundbite of her music here before, <laughs> like, but I'm scared she'd come after me. And no, not gonna happen. But no, just, no. Just picture some Taylor Swift clip playing for 15 seconds here. Uh, that is that is crazy. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't even. I mean, first of all, somebody had way too much yes. time on their hands yes. to look at that. Yeah. What made them even think about yeah. comparing Taylor Swift album releases to? Purdue wins is beyond me, but hey. Because here's the thing. If you're, if you're, and, and this is no knock to anybody, but if you're that big of a diehard Taylor Swift fan, I can't picture you as being that big of a diehard football fan to okay. have the two correlations yeah. strike a chord to be like, hey, hmm, I think there's a connection okay. here. But also, let's, let's honestly be a little bit fair in the sense that, uh, we haven't really had a decent we haven't really had a decent program since Tiller and you know Brom didn't come into play until 2017 which is now three album releases so between the Danny Hope <laughs> and you know the um and I I've, I've gone a blank now on the previous coach but the, the Hazel years I mean that's like that's like saying I mean you know, Purdue has losses following somebody's fart. I mean, it was right. just kind of like you could rack them up. I mean, it wasn't like the, it would have been more interesting if we had wins after certain things. So, um, I love it. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and, it's not, I mean, it's, that's not a stretch. You're not really, if you, it's like throwing a rock at a glass house and going, well, every time I threw a rock, I hit glass. I mean, it, you know, right. Yeah. <laughs> what are um, the odds? And, and here we just need to preface everybody. As I mentioned, when I, uh, brought uh brian on here uh next week is it's it's going into the last race so you know we we have to have both brian and aaron on the show which just means you're going to get contractually by the way it's contractually obligated to have both of us on i mean it's just uh, i'm still waiting for my green m&ms every week but you don't provide so i'm kind of you know you're in breach there i'm just saying letting everybody know (laughs) Oh, I got, well, I got to get on the intern to make sure they've got the green room stocked for you guys. So there, they will okay, blame good. it on, we'll blame it on the non-existent intern. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, uh, I mean, next week's football discussion between the fact that all three of us are going to be together, uh, coming off of Michigan, Michigan state weekend, uh, you know, just forewarning next week's football discussion uh, maybe a little lengthy. There's, we'll, we'll, we'll just okay. call it that. <laughs> but you're the only one that can participate because we don't have a game this week. Oh, you guys are on a bye. We're on a bye, oh. which we can't lose. So that's, that's okay. Well, hey, I mean, that's that's. I, I'm sure you'll find some highlight reel no, of the, Michigan, Michigan State, and you can. Uh, you true. Can poke I'll have fun to at, watch at us for sure on that one. If but, you do uh, lose, then I will make fun of you. Oh my God! Because Michigan State is bad. They are bad, but I they're do like, not. They're not even. I think Nebraska take it. I think Nebraska did take them. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't like the 22 and a half point spread to open. That's that's big and scary. I sure. Well, we. I mean, we we were only a one. We were a one and a half point underdog to Wisconsin. I don't know who what they were smoking, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently they had never seen apparently they had never seen a Purdue uh, Wisconsin matchup but we do have Iowa the following week but given how bad our off- our defense is right now we could make Iowa look good and that's kind of scary so all right so it's funny you say that because 
Iowa can't move the ball, but their defense is pretty deep. So that score is either going to be 3-6 or it's going to be 64-57. Like, it's going to be one extreme or the other on that one. So that'll and just be for, an interesting and, and, Yeah, and just for the record, uh, Michigan State has not played Nebraska. So um, there you go. And the other thing I will like to say, and I know this is a NASCAR blog, and we always talk college because in football and basketball is about ready to start too. So um, I'm very excited about that. Yes, sir. I mean, to any, I mean, yes. I'm sorry. You're talking about Michigan State. We've mentioned Ohio State. I will have to mention the fact that I am somewhat thrilled about the fact now Illinois scares me, but in the last two seasons right now, Indiana still has only one Big Ten win. Well, I mean. But and that's the thing. It's because it's big. The 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 talent just gets so stretched so thin. No, in it's Indiana. Well, it's, just, it's, it's Indiana. I hear you. It's Indiana. It's I mean, Indiana. they. I mean, everybody. I mean, but I think I have to. It's my rival. I have to at least talk some smack. That's fair. And I was. Worries. And I mean, in, in in any situation, I was present at their game that they won against Illinois. And then I got one. One of my coworkers was not happy when I said, you know. Hey, congratulations. You have more wins now than in this season in Big Ten than you did last season, which still is true, but it's still only one. Well, it's only one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. But anyway, so Good times. We, like, we know this is a NASCAR podcast. I this should is probably a NASCAR talk podcast. That. Yes. Uh, only two more races to go, and uh, we'll, we'll have a little break. And uh, the, the irony here is, is – You've poked uh, fun at me for the entire season because of all of my breaks that you can't keep up with, and you're going to be on the show back-to-back weeks. Only because you're having both of us on. <laughs> let's just let's let's just get that out there. It's a it's a it's a technicality <laughs> and a formality from the non-existent contract that's there. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to it as well. So. Uh... Oh, that's great. I love it. Yes, we've got it's some the contract on, It's the contract on my heart. There you go. I love it. Yes, yes. So it's uh, we'll, we'll have to get the uh, contract extensions out over the next couple of weeks. For uh, I don't deserve one. I don't deserve one. <laughs> Keep save your money. <laughs> All whopping zero of All, it. All whopping zero of it. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, what's sad is he pays the intern more than he pays me, and then the intern doesn't even exist. Right. So that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Actually, everybody doesn't know it. He's your son. He's the intern. Yes, so it's pretty uh, sad when you is, blame the intern. He's going to be, uh, you know, up and coming. Like now it's a matter of, can I keep this thing going long enough to be able to one day do it with him and then turn it over to him? Like that's, that's, he's going to be a, he's going to be a formula. He's going to be a formula one kit fan, right? That or he's and, a, gonna, and an Ohio and an Ohio State fan. Oh my God, Brad! My but you, uh, you, you <laughs> me to Brad Yonker would just love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that would be that would be the nail in the coffin. Like I couldn't, have, or he's gonna go to Ohio State or something like that. You know, like he's gonna make me have to wear that color or something at one point in time in my life. That's a good call. I that that's that would be. That would be funny and fun, and I'd embrace all of it. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, NASCAR. Uh, we're going to Martinsville. How are things shaping up for Martinsville, sir? 
it's looking dry. Uh, the timing, I mean, I, again, I will never go 100% this far out. It's going to be dry um, because I, I do see a chance of, of something coming in later in the day or evening. Right now it looks later. But if it slows down or, sorry, if it speeds up and comes in earlier, then, yeah, now you're talking about the potential for activity. But overall, the weekend looks fairly quiet. I mean, I know everybody keeps – we've talked about this you know, going back to Daytona and all the different things, you know, you get one big race that has rain and the whole season was wet. But let's be honest, this has been a fairly quiet. I mean, it's, I know because it's been it, great. No, my ads are the people adding me for about anything is way down. Uh, oh, hey, that's good. That's good. It is. But then it makes me also not active. Like I'll, I'll go like, oh, yeah, people are asking me questions. I best probably should be looking at this. Um, actually, you know how it's, it's so quiet. I haven't really spoken to Aaron much. We've just been doing our thing. So and I know he's been busy. That's that's how you know it's quiet when, you know, him and I are like, what are you thinking? You know, right. it's like, yeah, we're, we both, it's dry. Let's just, you know, good. Yeah. I mean, we do collaborate. Don't get us wrong. We do. But when it's a pretty cut and dry, literally, um, forecast, yeah. you know, there's not so much collaboration that needs to be done. I mean, I'm just scrolling through here. I'm on jsky.com. And I mean, the big thing is obviously the cup race, right? Like if, if that goes off without a hitch or it finishes on the scheduled day, yeah. you got to really call it a success for the cup race. Cause that's, what's bringing in the draw, and right? It I is. Mean, and also I think to myself, if they can finish without a, without a Monday, whether it be the, the Xfinity or anything, if they can, without having to, cause sometimes they've had to move even Xfinities to the, the, you know, typically it will run after or another time, but yeah, if they can, you know, it's been very good with the laser are going to happen. Three races. Thank That's you. That's it. Three. And we've got two to go. So um, that's a win, NASCAR fans. That's a win. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that is a dry season. That, that is, is not a, a wet season. No, so no. everybody who says if you have a drought schedule, I mean, maybe that's why Kentucky's now in a drought because they don't race here anymore. Right. But uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's a win for the season there. You only have two or three cup races postponed to a Monday or the next day if it's Saturday. And, this, and even if mm -hmm. it's Saturday into Sunday. I think you've got more people that are able to finagle that than you do a Sunday to Monday race. Um, we, we, we lucked out very well this year from a weather perspective. You can't get pissed off about a delayed start or, or anything like that. As long as the race starts and finishes on the scheduled day, take the W. Take the W. Yeah. And I mean, Daytona was, but it's still even on a, on a Saturday, but if you can still finish it in the weekend. Yep. You're good. You know, that's a good and then that, and, and yes, that Daytona race, because of the fact, I mean, you, you got to give, it was one of, that was a weird situation where um, there was a boundary. You know, I, I applaud NASCAR for even going earlier than yep. they normally want to start a race. And they did that. But then, you know, stuff just set up way sooner than we thought. Sure. But yep. uh, we, we got, you know, like you said, two more races left. Yep. You know, and then we, you know, in, in the odds say going out to, um, are they say, Phoenix is 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 favorable. I would have to, I would have to assume. It generally us. tends to. It generally tends to be. Right? Now, it doesn't mean it's always, yes. but it tends to be. Yes. Um, I'm not sensing so, anything. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, sir, that was uh, that was fun. I look forward to continuing the college football talk next week with you and Aaron. And uh, wrapping this thing up with you guys. And uh, we'll do all the thank yous and heartfelt stuff next week, sir. I, I, and I will come prepared since I can't talk football. I will see who tends to win more NASCAR races following a Taylor Swift album oh, release. Just so we're perfect. <laughs> perfect. I love that research. Beautiful. 
beautiful. Any well, other research? And- any other band that we want? You know, maybe <laughs> what are what, what's NASCAR like after a Taylor Swift breakup? I don't right. know. I mean, uh, you. I tell you what. You bring I'm whatever no, Taylor gonna... Swift trivia. I'm not you even feel that big of a fan. I just. I... <laughs> Boy, everybody's gonna really think I, I yeah okay I love, I love it all righty lap traffic nation make sure you follow brian on twitter at nascar underscore wxman along with aaron studwell at waste brother sir great to talk to you we'll catch you next week sounds good see ya all right it is time for this week's lucky dog lap down picks we've only got two more weeks left for lucky dogs and uh we'll wrap that in somewhere over the next couple weeks with the recap on that um I, I, my lucky dog is is that we're going to have a great Martinsville race weekend. That, that's my lucky dog. I'm looking forward to the drama, to the racing, all of the action that I know that we are going to get this weekend. My lap down uh, are my Detroit Lions and my uh, lap traffic fantasy picks, as you will see here in just a few minutes. Let's get to your tweeted responses. Scott at 1985 Wagner, lucky dog Kyle Larson wins with no mistakes, unless you're a Martin Truex Jr. fan. Uh, Lap down Blaney, how many times can a person get shot in the foot in a season and still be contending for the championship? That's what I love about that. Uh, Bobby at Junior College 16. Lucky dog goes to Larson for the walk-off performance. Double lucky dog goes to Dinger. He's going to be a force in the Cup Series. Stellar job. Yeah, I, I am so excited that Dinger's going to get a second shot at the Cup Series in a competitive ride. Uh, not something that comes along. You know, who would have? Th- I don't know. I wonder if AJ thought he'd be back in a car. Uh, you know, w- when he was in the broadcast booth. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know. Who knew that that this is where we'd be at, which is awesome. I'm very excited to see that. Uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire. Lucky dog Xfinity trucks. Thank God F1 was on at the same time as the cup race. Lap down NASCAR and NBC having full screen commercials on big NBC during the playoffs. Um, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Lucky dog to Larson doing what he does best. Ripping the fence. A lap down to us Ryan Blaney's fans. Could have been a great point day, but well, you know what happened. A Let's see here. Jason at J.A. Stone 29. A lucky dog. The 19 teams crew for being aware. Few lap down belongs to this. Uh, I just might offer the next gen car. I listened to several radios today in the number one complaint again with stiffness. I hope NASCAR for 2023 uh, fixes it. Drivers are nervous to drive. Yeah, that's that's you never want to be nervous. You know, it, it's already a risk in a, as, as it is, let alone if you can't trust what you're in. Uh, man, I, I could not imagine that. Matt at Camper News Net. Lucky dog Larson with a dominant race. Lap down Truex having more bad luck that cost him a possible win. And last but not least, Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick. Lucky dog me calling Larson's walk-off homer at Homestead on episode 295. Hell yeah, Mick. Lap down whatever driver advances to the final four, but can't get owner's championships. I love it. All right. Cannot wait to see what next week brings. It will be good. I know it. Okay. What do you say we close this thing out with some lap traffic fantasy? Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I am really hoping to be able to have our final four on the show next week to do picks. Um, 
Haven't had some fantasy people on last couple weeks just because I've had uh, so many calls. Shows are going a little long. And, uh, yeah, I, I figured that was where maybe we'd save some time. But next week, uh, however many of the final four I can get, I will have them on. Will it be me? Man, I need, I need Mix uh, walk-off for Larson. Uh, it was... Everything was great except the truck race. John Hunter Nemechek getting me two points. I had Noah Gregson, and I had William Byron. Ah, that two points killed. Here is our top ten for lap traffic fantasy as we head to Martinsville to set our final four. Right now in first with 260 points is Henry Fletcher. Looking good, my man. Uh, In second, Kristen Hoglin, 222 in third. Third, just seven points back is Kim James. In fourth, well, tied with Kim, actually, with 215 is Steven, DFS NASCAR guy. And then we've got a two-way tie for fifth with 193 between David James and myself. Uh, Michael Blindspot Pod in seventh with 178. Josh Rolfie is in uh, eighth with 143. So, uh, you know, it's 193 points I've got. I am... Uh, you know, 25 points back, two races to do it. I am going to have to get creative uh, with with my picks. So, without further ado, and uh, this is a bad teaser because it's I'm going to do something I haven't done before. But we are headed to the paperclip in Martinsville. It's been Chevy and Toyota show here lately, each picking up three wins over the last six trips to Martinsville. We know. This will be a very chaotic race. Tempers are going to flare in both the Xfinity and Cup races. And I feel I have to say it again, very upset the trucks are not going to be at Martinsville. Uh, This is a race and a track all three series should be at, in my opinion. But anyways, uh, what kind of Hail Marys are we going to see by the teams that are in a must-win situation to get to the Final Four? I'm in a must-win situation. I need to make up some ground. So I have to think outside the box, and I am not sure who to take yet. Ah, uh, man, what do I do? Part of me wants to say I'll tweet out my picks, but I don't want to do that because I see the picks coming in. So I am going to have to make my picks here. And mm, all right, I've got my picks. I am ready. I literally had to hit stop, look at it, and see what I wanted to do. For the Xfinity Series, I... I'm going to go with the 16 of AJ Allmendinger. And that is because a lot of people don't have him available to take. So there's my outside the box there. And in the cup series, I'm torn between Ross and Joey. Either one, I think is, uh, I think they're both going to be in the final four. So it's a matter of who I want to take. I Oh, man, or do I take Truex? He's still available for me. But no, uh, I think it's going to be playoffs. I am going to go with the one of Ross Chastain this weekend, and uh, and, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. All right, that is it for that, and can't wait to uh, hopefully get you guys on next week, whoever is in the Final Four. Okay, that is going to do it. For episode 296 of the Lap Traffic Podcast, check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Twitter, at Lap Traffic PC, 
Uh, huge thank you to all of our guests, uh, Bobby, TJ, Colin, Chris. Uh, who else am I missing? I think there is one more. Uh, Brian. How could I forget Brian? Thank you, Brian. And we will be back next week with the same. We'll have both Aaron and uh, Brian on and a few more of you guys. Looking forward to it. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya. See ya.